It's September the 28th, 2018. This is Meet the Movie Press. On the show this week, Gibson's Wild Bunch, Wan Tsubasan, and Whoopi, Sister Act 3, plus the week's big box office, and some of the trailers that dropped this week. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now. Here's Popcorn Talks, Meet the Movie Press. This is Meet the Movie Press. Thank you for the compliment. Thank you for the compliment. Yeah, uh, it's Meet the Movie Press. It's September 28th, 2018. There is a lot to go through. And you know what uh, Meet the Movie Press means on Friday is that at 10 past 10, uh, Warner Brothers drops something about the Joker. Yeah. Uh, always happens every week after the show. There's uh, So maybe this week the entire movie. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> you know, just to, just to kind of, you know, like piss us off. Hollywood's listening. Wait, when are they done? When that are they is done? every ready? single week for like the last... Now, there you go. Brilliant. They're yeah. off the air now. Uh, okay, so uh, we've got a lot to get through again this week. It hasn't been the busiest week in movie news, but a lot of stuff that we want to we want to cover this week. Uh, let's go through a special guest, first of all. Um, been on the show before. It's been a while, Neil. Yes, I am back. You're welcome. <laughs> Genuinely, you are you are welcome. I mean, it's been months we've been talking about getting you back on. That's you're right, a busy yeah. man. And, and, and you also live in New York. I also live 2,500 miles that's away. True. So that's the tough part. So your commute was tough this morning. But uh, nice to be back. Thank you for having me back. A pleasure. Nice to meet you guys. Hey, it was great nice to meet, meet you. you. So for those people who uh, haven't seen the show or don't know who you are, who are you and where can we find you? Um, I'm a, primarily a screenwriter and a journalist. I was a columnist at the Tracking Board for a couple of years mm-hmm. with uh, your former co-host, uh, working with him. Um, but I also host my own podcast, Unduly Noted, which uh, you can get on iTunes. With, okay. I do it with my with my partner Ryan Beeman. Nice. Uh, yeah, and uh, so now let's get to the good stuff, shall we? Uh, well, I was, was going to say, it's with well, me as always, Dimitri and Scott, uh, who I believe now are officially known as the good stuff. The good stuff. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, I'll take it. Yes. Why not? Why not? It sounds so like a male review stuff. show. The yeah. good stuff. It's it's the sequel to the stuff. So, so we're the good stuff. I'm looking over at a couple of handsome guys over here. I'm thinking, you know what? Let's get this rolling. With some you need those glasses fixed, <laughs> sir. Let's meet the movie press for crying out loud. So, who are the movie press? Dimitri, where can we find you and who are you? Right here in the Popcorn Talk Networks. Uh, meet the movie press. The best show. I keep saying it's the best show about the biz and also in Popcorn Talk Networks. Anatomy of a movie. Scott Menzel, I'm going to save the long-winded speech until yep. the end. Yep. Scott Menzel, we live entertainment. Thank you for having me. Yeah, he tore his ACL, UFGM, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, there's, there's too many. We'll, we'll do that at the end of the show. We might actually accidentally end the yeah. show as you're continuing to talk. <laughs> talking of continuing to talk, let's kick off talking right, about actually, this week. He's still talking as Warner Brothers is dropping the yeah. Absolutely. That's right. That's right. We're, we're already right. at the credits at the yeah. end. Yeah. We've got the end credit sequence. Sequences, the DVDs. By the way, here's still the first clip still of the Joker. Things. Yeah. Okay, guys. So let's talk about first of all the uh, the Wild Bunch remake to be directed by Mel Gibson. Um, okay, you, we get directors who are well known who are remaking classic movies all the time. There's one about to, uh, to to hit in a couple of weeks. The Star is Born. We see plenty of them. This got um, a lot of visceral reaction though um, this week. A lot of people felt very passionately about this when when this was announced. Uh, let's start with you, Neil. What were your thoughts on? On this this week, you know, are people? The question I have is: Are people passionate about remaking the Wild Bunch, or are they passionate about Mel Gibson doing it? Well, they were kind of, they were kind of, <laughs> well, they were split. A lot of people had kind of almost took offense that you wanted to remake the Wild Bunch, and a lot of people had a problem with the fact that it was Mel Gibson going to be given that job. So there were a number of. A number of reasons that people sort of, you know, were set but, off this week. Andy's going to re—he's going to write it. Yeah, if I'm correct. Too, yeah, right? I, be- I believe so. 
the 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 I no longer I don't have the energy anymore to get out, outraged about whatever movie they're remaking. I just can't do it. There's no point. It's wasted energy. Yeah, it's wasted. When they energy. remade when they remade the Magnificent Seven, right? Of course, they were going to eventually remake the Wild Bunch. Mm-hmm. The question becomes: Is Mel Gibson still poison? And I think the fact that he got an in my in my in, in my estimation unwarranted best director nomination for Hacksaw Ridge. Hollywood doesn't care anymore. They, he, no. he's, he's served his time in the penalty box, and they won't mm. come back. I have a friend who works at Warner, and she and I saw each other yesterday, and we were she was talking about what the external appeal, what the external view of that would be, and I said I think that people don't care anymore. They, they, well, the studio heads don't care, and even though they were the ones that were griping, and, and there were some of the ones that were yelling the loudest, saying he's never going to make a movie for me, he's never going to do this, mm. he's not going to, never because he's it never and now, only lasts a few it, years in Hollywood. Well, it, it, it really does. It depends. Yeah, I mean, it. it de- yeah, it's. I it's think also crazy. at the end of it, when uh, I mean, yes, he he is out of of movie jail. But also he's put a couple of movies out there in the last couple of years that actually have been really good movies. I mean, Hacksaw Ridge, it did okay. It didn't do amazingly. But the, as a film, it, it was well. actually... It did well, but it didn't do amazingly. Um, you know, it was, it was an accomplished film and people really responded well to it. Yeah. The, the movies that Mel Gibson... We've discussed this on the show previously. The movies that Mel Gibson makes are good movies. Yes. He is a good director. And he's I think he's really... No, and he's, 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 he's found his feet. So yeah. I think even when we talk about various other people who've been in sort of, you know, Hollywood jail or been found guilty of crimes, you you, you do have to separate sometimes that, um, you know, they could they can they, they can pay a price for something that they've done. And yet their work still continues to be. You can also be a bad person who makes good work. You know, though, it's, it's, it's the art versus the artist. Uh, it's, sorry, absolutely. it's not going to happen with Weinstein. No, 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 Forgive me. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I think you're absolutely right. There are certain cases where it may be the case, but I think what, you, you can't compare what Mel Gibson did to Weinstein. No. But also way. I think he's produced films so far that, that have been good, and I'm interested to see this. Personally, I'm not a big fan of Westerns. I've never been a big fan of the genre. Um, it's something that's never really appealed to me, even with some of the most amazing movies you know, I will get on board with, like things like Unforgiven and stuff like that. And there have been some, some great Western movies back from the day and in the last sort of you know, more contemporary. But um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I would like to see his work on this. They, Hollywood continues to employ Roman Polanski, who is an admitted child rapist. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I may not like as a Jewish guy. I don't have any affinity for Mel Gibson. I know Jewish people who have worked with him who said that he couldn't have been nicer to them. I mean, he's more of a the, you know. Look, his father was a Holocaust denier. You know, there's certain things that are passed down. I can't say, even as a Jewish guy who has faced his share of anti-Semitism in life, that I can compare what Mel Gibson did to, say, what Roman Polanski did. Mm, right. So sure. if you are going to manufacture outrage, it's got to be consistent. Yeah, there, there's, I, I, and I, I, there's I, I, extremes, right? Yeah, like, that's so, my point. So yeah. what, what we're saying is, like you were mentioning Harvey Weinstein, Roman Polanski, they're over here. What he did, I think, is somewhere in the middle ground, which is kind of could be taken any, either way. I totally agree with that. I, I think totally also audiences, even Mel Gibson as an actor, we saw this with like Daddy's Home 2. People who didn't go to see Daddy's right. Home 2, it wasn't because Mel Gibson was in it. Right. It's it's because didn't they didn't it, want yeah. to see Daddy's Home too. <laughs> so I think ultimately, if you you know, irrespective of any other argument, if you have to look at it and go. If Mel Gibson is making a movie, will the fact that Mel Gibson is making a movie or in a movie turn people up at the box office? Bottom line is that it won't. No, no. and 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 I actually did see Daddy's Home too. He I was, thought it was, was better actually, than the first one. He was funny, and you know I'm not unopposed to to a, a Wild Bunch remake. To your point about about Magnificent Seven, I mean, is 
which I it thought was, was good. It was fine. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I don't, and he is a good director. He's fine. I mean, I, I there are other movies that I know we're going to talk about today mm. about like rebooting that I'm like, really, why? But the Wild Bunch, I like westerns. Yeah, I, I get the cla- I get that Wild Bunch is a classic, like western, violent western. But to your point earlier too, I mean, to continue to get aggravated at this stuff, you'll just tire yourself. Right. I, I down to a nub. The thing with Wild Bunch is it's <clears throat> Peck and Paw's masterpiece. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, and I think that that's where people will get upset. Sure. And that's fine. The thing with, I mean, to be fair, I didn't see Daddy's Home too because I didn't. I missed the first one and felt like I couldn't go to the sequel without seeing the first one because oh, I missed yeah. a lot of the yeah. subtleties. Yeah. 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 you're right, and I missed storylines that were introduced in the first mm. one. Well, so you'll be glad really... you'll be glad to know that it is canon. Obviously, Daddy's Home <laughs> okay. too. Yeah. It is so considered canon. That's good to know in the Daddy's Home universe. Look, I also <laughs> I shout out of canon. I happen to think, like I've said, just just because a guy is an asshole doesn't make him untalented. Mel Gibson is a brilliant director. I think Apocalypto is actually his best movie. I think Apocalypse is incredible. I, I can watch that over and over again. It's just it's such an incredible, it's such an impressive movie without a word of English spoken. Mm-hmm. You don't even need to have subtitles. Sure, to always know what's going on, and mm-hmm. to do that, to be able to do that with pictures, is a lost art. I but mean, it's, it's you know, it's interesting with, with like you know, the likes of Woody Allen as well. I mean, we're getting away slightly from the remake thing to a slightly different issue, but Woody Allen, it's whether all part you of the same issue, though, it, it is it's yeah. kind of part of the same issue. Yeah. you know, his films remain great movies, but I, I disapprove of many things that he's accused of. Of course, a hundred percent vehemently, sure. but also, you know, you 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 can you can have made mistakes and they yeah, can still be completely relevant. However, you can also look at them and go, I mean, you know, a really good example is this week. You know what, what's what's happening here in the U.S. I'm not right. going to get political about it, right. but you can you can have good people who are fundamentally good things who, who do bad things, and then they're not oh. right for something. But uh, Mel Gibson, the, the biggest thing the biggest thing about this for the audience, certainly on on film Twitter and and around it, appears to be not the fact that it's Mel Gibson criminal Mel Gibson. Right. It is Mel Gibson touching a film that they don't want him to remake. That seemed to be the overriding factor for me yeah. this week. I think that it has to do, I think it's partially both. I think it's it's using the film as a way to get outraged about Mel. Mm-hmm. But I think that the thing that we have to remember, and I think that, I think we can all agree on this, is that we have to live in a society where redemption is possible. Oh, if we don't absolutely. live in a redemptive society, then we're lost. Yes. And that's a big topic to be, discussing when in regards to Mel Gibson in a remake of a fucking Sam Peckinpah movie. But at the same time, it, it fits here, you know? And I think mm. that, that, that again, do I have any interest in working with Mel Gibson? Not necessarily, but he spent his time in the penalty box and he did apologize and he seems to have tried to make, the, make it right. So What I, I want to add to this sure. is that I'm so curious about this. Um, I've been thinking about this a lot lately okay. and I'm, I'm, I just wanted to get you guys, your guys' feedback on this. So when something like this happens, when when a celebrity, a director, whoever it is, um, who has a large body of work and all of a sudden does something that people don't approve of, mm-hmm. how do we react to that? And like, why is it so negative to say that you're still a fan or you like this person's movies after something comes out? I think that you need to be able to separate the artist from the art. Yes. I don't necessarily know that Stanley Kubrick was a great person, right? but he is far and away my favorite filmmaker. And it's like, how can you enjoy a 
movie or a TV show when the the hero is also the villain? Can you enjoy Breaking Bad and still appreciate the character, even though he's you know we see him turn evil again? Sorry, I'm just gonna in. say you know Harvey Weinstein's not going to be forgiven. And, and not people, everybody. And, 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 it's not, and, not everyone. And, again, and when you go about redemption, he, 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 that's not redeemable. Like, he's not coming back from that, I'm and, and saying, that's fine. Yeah. And it's not, and, it's not, it's well, not a cover-all. It's, it's not to say that no, it's, right. a, it's exactly. a blanket thing. There are some things. For instance, um, Jeepers Creepers 3. Oh, yeah. I, I love Jeepers Creepers, Jeepers um, Creepers oh, 2, yeah, Jeepers Creepers 3. I would not watch, and I will not watch the other films again. Sure. But that is my choice. Right. As a consumer, and, to not I think, do that, and, and I think, Simon, I think you're just in, you're, you can are and continue to be an inspiration to all of us. Yeah, I'm just not yeah. a big fan of pedophiles. <laughs> you know, I, I can't no, have a problem but, with sexual assault. But there are people, you know, I mean, there are people who like like Mel Gibson, who you, you were talking about, who are he's still like you know, I listen to Howard Stern, mm. and Howard Stern's like, I don't understand how people continue to give him like I will not. I don't want to go see his movies, and like and I respect his, his that, I, and I respect his opinion. So I think like you can't do a blanket statement. I think that it's up to the person as to yeah. whether or not they're going to either continue to watch the past films, and sometimes it leaves uh, it leaves them tainted. I mean, Woody Allen, it, oh. I, I think, is a fantastic example of that. Where where some people just have they they won't get over it, and they won't they won't support it. They won't see his movies now. They, they consider him guilty. Dislike, yeah, yeah, they dislike Manhattan, like, or they won't. They may not dislike Manhattan, but they're not definitely going to be rewatching his movies to support him. I get it. I mean, but that's that's people's personality. But that doesn't change the past of what the films were at the no. time they were yeah. released. Nope, not okay? at all. Like, I mean, Woody Allen. I mean, that's a perfect example. Someone else in the chat's talking about Kevin Spacey. Yep, it's. These so guys are Sp- like American Beauty. Are we going to deny that that's a freaking phenomenal film LA, now? L.A. Confidential. L.A. Again, Confidential. Another amazing thing. Suspect. Sus- yeah. 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 But. The but, shipping news. Sorry. But when you. Baby driver like, for Christ's sake. Nine, no, no, nine lives. Or, yeah, yeah. Nine lives. Right. That was a better nine example. Nine lives. Shipping yeah. News. Damn it. Son. Yeah. That was. That was a good one. Look. I'm with Scott though. I'm with Scott though. You have. You. You have Harvey and you have. Roman over here and you have Mel over here and it's you know there. You know there's different forms of redemption. I think that you know not everything. I'm going to go with you. It's not a blanket thing where everybody gets to be redeemed. Yeah. There are certain offenses that can't be. That can't be redeemed. Like right. if you kill somebody, yes, you know, if right. you rape somebody, if you're, you know, it's different from saying the Jews are responsible for all the evil in the world. But again, right. even yeah, though I, I, I look I, at us, I agree with you. I, I look at us being level-headed people. But if you're watching Usual Suspects, you look at Kevin Spacey, you sort of kind of go, oh. you look like at them in a different way. I don't. I don't. Well, yeah, I, I mean, don't. I'm, I'm sorry. Listen, Kevin, I'm not saying that I'm not watching the movie. But that cloud hangs over it. Kevin no. Pollack tells a great story now that Spacey has everything has happened with him. He tell, I don't know if you guys have heard this, the story that he 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 wrote about it in his autobiography. But he said, if yeah. you get me enough drinks, I'll tell the story privately. <laughs> but when all this shit with Kevin Spacey came out, he finally on his podcast, Kevin Pollack's chat show, he told the story of what happened on the set. Mm. Do you guys know this story? No. Brian Singer had a uh, young boyfriend who was with him throughout the shooting of the of the film. With about a week left of shooting, Brian went into, knocked on the door of Kevin Spacey's uh, trailer to talk to him about something, and Kevin was inside nailing the boyfriend. Wow. And the rest of the shoot, I mean, it was it was a blowout. 
it was a whole thing. Never mind the boyfriend cheating on right. Singer, but for Spacey to be such a, a predator as to actually do that to another person and right. his director, right. they had to, the rest of the time... He the, was the shoot, Kaiser, so to say. <laughs> the rest of the shoot, they actually couldn't, they didn't speak. They <clears throat> spoke through intermediaries, and then, of course, Spacey won an Oscar for it. But, this, I mean, this comes directly from Kevin Pollack. Like, Gabriel Byrne went up to him and said, have you heard what happened? Have you heard what happened? We're all going away. It's, it's going away. It's like Gabriel like, Byrne is in the room. Yeah. Well, you know, what can I say? When, when your back is turned, I do a mean Simon accent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm never mean. Um, but, no, I mean, I, I think, you know, and I think your, your point about what, what Mel Gibson did and comparing it to a Weinstein, I mean, both shitty things, awful things, but there's there's a there's a on a, a, scale, on a sliding scale, yeah, I, you know. I, I know but when you're talking about, you know, I mean, uh, Weinstein has produced a lot of Academy Award winning movies, movies that we've all um, but, that that we've all seen mm-hmm. and loved, right? But he's always been a monster, right? Mm, no, I th- and that, no one I, I and no one it. ever connects him with films. Really, it's it wasn't until recently the, where they connected the production the, company. The average guy on the street yeah, doesn't know, wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, it's we we tend to forget sometimes that we are we are in an industry bubble. We live with it. We work within within a sphere. We live within a sphere. Sure. And if you go to someone, uh, let's say in uh, Florida. You go to, like, say, Fort Lauderdale, and you mention the name Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. The name Harvey Weinstein would not be associated with Miramax. <laughs> it would not sure. be, you know, the Weinstein Company, only potentially because it has his name in it. Yeah. But if you said, okay, name three Harvey Weinstein-produced movies... Never. You, no you one would know. You, no one would, would know. Right. I would but if you said Harvey Weinstein, they would go, sexual assault. They would know that. And the same with many other people. I mean, I there are many people who know about allegations about the likes of... Uh, Woody Allen, Roman Polanski. Have they ever watched a movie by Woody Allen or Roman Polanski? Possibly not. More likely not than than Polanski. So I I think there is the disassociation. But I think also Hollywood, Warner Brothers know what they're doing. I don't think that they would think that if the audiences were going to recoil from having uh, Mel Gibson direct a movie, which has already been proven that when Mel Gibson puts a movie out there, there is an audience that will still go and see it. Because they'll look at him as a movie directed by Mel Gibson. Right. I think audiences will just decide whether they want to go and see this movie or not. No, I agree. It, and I would it, very quickly, I'm sorry, just, okay. I will go one further <clears throat> and say that you could ask somebody on the street of New York mm. about Harvey Weinstein and they would have the same reaction as yeah. your person. Oh, I agree. I, I agree. I just think yeah. it's, you know, we, we, we do look at it in a slightly different context. I mean, all of horror and behavior. But audiences can decide not to see these but movies. We will generally don't have the same kind of knowledge. I, I often ex- expect other people who are not in the business to have the same kind of knowledge. But also, but also with the plays over eyes. But also, let's let's add something else into the mix, and then we're going to move on from this in just a second. I want to do some stuff that's happening in the chat, and then we want to move on to another topic. But let's not forget, there are plenty of people <clears throat> that we know of in the industry who are assholes. Yes, who are not good people. Right, who are making movies, continue getting jobs in Hollywood. So there are... There you know, are, you didn't have to bring it up. No, but no, no, no. no. <laughs> at you, Dimitri. <laughs> but, but on this point... You! Yeah, these, you. These, these, these people... You'll never work again. These people do exist. No, they do. And just because you don't... Know, assholes succeed too. I, assholes succeed too. Sadly. I didn't see assholes succeed in the sequel. Do I need to see that before I see assholes succeed too? <laughs> Because I, we're like, we're like I, look at it, I look at it like Leonard, part, Leonard so, Part Six. But, <laughs> Leonard Part Six. This is like yeah, a very interesting conversation. But, but, but Simon, earlier like, when you were talking about Warner Brothers, look, all, all all you need to do in this town is have a hit. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yep. And and with Hacksaw Ridge, again, that movie actually did perform very well for Lionsgate. Mm-hmm. Oscar nominated, and people are like, "What? Multiple Oscar? I, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, and Andrew so, Garfield in that movie, right? Fantastic. Yep. So Warner Brothers is just looking at it as, oh yeah, yeah, he's he, he is out of jail. It's all you need to do. Just make 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 a movie that people like. It gets uh, it gets Academy Award nominations, and it does fairly well at the box office. Okay, Mel, he's had. And that's the other thing, too. He has had a relationship with Warner Brothers, mm, yeah. right? For and and Warner years. Brothers was one of the people uh, who said, we're never working with him again. Yeah. Um, but new yeah, regime. Uh, new, yeah. New and do you know what? And Warner Brothers continue to work with the likes of Woody Allen. <clears throat> you know, I'm sure the likes of James Gunn will come back and they will work again. Oh, yeah. I, you know, there are several directors who, who've done things that have caused public outrage, whether sure. you believe, whether you support the outrage or not, Absolutely. and have then come back to to do work there have been actors that have done it there have been several several people um so this you know i like to think there's the ideal that when you do something or you get found out for something and you never work again i mean it just simply it isn't true but you know why it's because people still go and see the movies right and it's the audiences that dictate whether things continue sure. it also to be made it also point. depends on how bankable a person's name is mm-hmm. and how serious the crime is yeah okay, okay. yeah so I agree. Um, that is very well put the, that's, yeah. a, that's a brilliant that the yeah. the director of uh, birth of a nation like mm. that guy will never work again probably i forgot his name already yeah that like, showbiz that, yeah um, I'm blanking on his yeah, name too. Everyone. Yeah, everyone. So you know, like that was someone who was poised to be like a really. The Although next to be fair, D.W. Griffith is dead. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> it was the remake. If that not was made, it took you a second. Yeah. Yeah. You looked at like I, I was did. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean that's just a good and he's example. And still never working in this and, and, again. And, and you know the funny thing is, is that we you you just mentioned James Gunn, who I went to. You know, it's it all depends on the studio at the time, mm-hmm. how the political climate is right now, mm-hmm. and also how everyone's in a tizzy on social media over anything that happens, mm-hmm. whether or not like. There's so much stuff that happens in Hollywood that like once it comes out, people instantly turn on someone. And it's amazing because how many actors and actresses do we know that are abusive, have alcohol problems? Like, probably half the freaking industry. But as soon as one name comes out, everyone's like, half Twitter's like, no, I'm not going to support that person's career anymore. Right. Which is so strange. And I was talking to someone else, a friend the other day, and we were talking about this. The only people who really know what really happened when stuff like this happens are the two people who were in that room that day. And all the news does and all social media does is speculate, speculate, speculate. Mm -hmm. And we and we try to destroy careers because we love doing that, don't we? In Hollywood, we love destroying <laughs> yeah. people's careers. We love building them up first, and then we love destroying them. And to take first. that one further, yeah. often the two people in the room are going to have two completely different perspectives. Absolutely. About it, so nobody really knows what happened. Yes, but bottom line, I mean, th- this movie will get made, and sure. it'll be audiences who do it. But I guarantee that most people will, even when they buy a ticket, and even if they reference the anti-Semitism. Well, it wasn't just anti-Semitism, too. I think most people, it was misogyny. It was misogynistic as well. But to your point, like, I think those tapes, by the time The Wild Bunch comes out, look, Hacksaw Ridge proved it. Yeah. And this this town, no, this town, like, Academy Awards and box office. And it's like, oh. How about Casey Affleck? He's in a movie this weekend. Yeah. I mean, that's a good example, you know, in a movie that's, 
supposed to be the ending of someone's career, like a, a book ended. Well, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Wait, you're not going to give me an Oscar? I know. Forget that whole the competition's too strong right now? I don't know. Never mind. But wait, we're going to move on from that. I want to do yeah. some stuff from the chat, but let's also not forget another really good example, Bill Cosby this week. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Now, while Bill Cosby was being America's dad on TV, he was off but sexually assaulting. But right. that was like, oh my god! Like when you look at that, that's like the level of unforgivable. Oh, and, that, and but just coming, boom, 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 boom. That's the but Harvey also, Weinstein. And, yeah, and, 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 and yeah. to your point, well, now there's no Leonard Part Seven. <laughs> but also, consider, no ghost dad. But even no ghost dad. Goodbye, goodbye. Cruel also, world. ghost dad. Now there are some of the jokes in Ghost Dad that really are exceptionally creepy. <laughs> in this, now knowing what we know, yeah. but it's like even in the UK, a lot of people from my childhood, whether they're TV personalities or whatever, mm-hmm. they all turned out to be not the the bastions of clean living that they were made yeah, out to be. Right. What was his name? Jimmy. What's his name? Though? Jimmy Savile. Yeah, um, he was the, like the bigger the monster of the two team. An incredible monster. Yeah. Just unfathomably disgusting, his behavior. So let's look at what people are saying in the chat anyway. There's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of of stuff over this. this. Don't like me at all. You people are mean. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Here we go. So uh, Sky Patterson, (laughs) The Wild Bunch getting a remake with Mel Gibson directing at WB. I'm not sure. Honestly, I don't care. He's a very good director, but his personal life is very questionable. Film nerd Jamie, if Woody Allen, Roman Polanski and Brian Singer can keep getting work, why can't Mel Gibson? Again, this is what we discussed. Glamour is saying most of their personal lives are questionable um but i don't know about their personal lives uh, as much exactly you know all this stuff people people it doesn't just come out it's like i very briefly touch on tom cavanaugh because this was you know in the news a lot this week it's like you can be generally a very good person but when you do something and this is not just a saying that he, you know it's let's use the hypothetical thing you can be a very good person 99% of the times right but if you turn around and you want to do something that is not mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. you can also be not okay and also good a really good example i i had someone in in my life when i was growing up who turned out to be a prolific abuser they were also very i mean great in the community mm-hmm. you know a priest everybody loved them Behind Wait, I'm them, sorry, ba- behind, yeah, behind surprise, surprise, and <laughs> um, but behind behind their backs was a, a you know prolifically abusing, and right. it's like it, it doesn't mean you're also not a good person in other areas of your life, but that that it's kind just, of well, well, that kind well, of overshadows. It's it the, does it's the mask that you wear. Yeah. It's the overshadow. It's the overshadow. That's, that's important. And, and you're right. And and but and that's like a that's what I was getting to before. Like what Woody Allen did, Kevin Spacey, whatnot. I, again, it's not you know, only, you watch, it's not only... it overshadows, and even though they have a great body of work, and 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 I'll watch the movies and Swimming with Sharks and 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 Baby Driver, yeah. I still watch them. But when it comes on, I just say, you know, and it, part of it is, you know, it's really too bad. Let's move on from this. Yes. Uh, it's, it's not only, but also, I think, is a really succinct way to put it. Uh, other people, Zeno Hour, I have to be honest, Mel Gibson fits bloody Sam Styles, so it does make sense. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think as a directorial decision, it's absolutely fine. Scott Boswell, Mel Gibson, uh, never lost Jodie Foster support. That made a big nope. difference. Uh, Glamoury, uh, his comedic ventures haven't been good since What Women Want, and even that wasn't hilarious. True. Well, Jodie Foster's an anti uh, Jack, so, Jack, you know, Jack Dennis movies. I, I will stand up for her. <laughs> movies are bigger than one person, even if it's the director. Now they should keep working after the fact if they haven't been, uh, they haven't paid for their crimes? Question mark. No, I'm all for redemption if there's serious remorse, and remorse is is a, a key factor here, which we have to in, involve as well. Glamour saying, I will still, I still enjoy Kevin Spacey movies, though he's probably a pig. Uh, and Dylan Flickinger, don't forget that June is being remade by Denis Villeneuve. I'm not quite sure what I had to do with uh, that. Um, <laughs> 
Sky, what I do mean, you know? What do you I, know about I, him? What do you know I, about I, Denny? I don't want is to there know. A Frank, I didn't Frank like the last Herbert issue that we well, don't know. I don't know. I'm, I think that might have been referring to something. I was not quite sure. Um, Sky Patterson, if Warner Brothers wants Mel Gibson to direct the Wild Bunch remake, fine. I'm indifferent with Mel. Hopefully it's just a good script, a good story, and a great cast, and please, uh, audiences need. and critics. That's all you need. And people will decide whether the, with their money and with their asses whether they're going to support this movie, <laughs> sure. whether they want to you know, pay that money and put their bums on seats. It's entirely their choice. Um, okay, let's move on. Uh, James Wan uh, going to produce Train to Busan remake from uh, the nun writer Gary Dolberman. Um, I got nothing. I, I mean, I love Train to Busan. It's genuinely, it's one of my favourite horror movies of like the last 10 years. I've, I've watched it so many times on Netflix. When it leaves Netflix, I'm going to have to fucking finally buy the Blu-ray. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to have to bite that because I think it's absolutely genius. Um, Save physical media. But yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm a, seriously, I'm still a... <laughs> I'm a, big fan. I'm a big fan of hard format stuff. Big uh, fan. I'd still be, go without over-streaming any You would be surprised uh, as to how many people still do uh, physical media. Yeah, I do. It's, I it's a really big... Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's actually... The, like, the drop is not as big as the, the, the trades mm. might have you believe. People and I families have, still... Still, you use it a lot. So I, still, I have my Criterion Collection uh, Princess Bride coming in a couple of weeks. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. That's a great movie. I'm always amazed when I meet yeah. people who haven't seen The Princess I Bride. I have actually gone out with women. And Inconceivable. It's inconceivable. Right. <laughs> they, I've gone out with women and, I, and I, they, they say I've never seen The Princess Bride. They drop in my esteem somehow. Do you, do you literally like walk out of the date at that point? No, I don't, I'm not that rude. I'm not rude at all, but I just, you know. <laughs> well, they're rude for not watching The Princess Bride. I, but I'm, I kind of immediately say, what? You've yeah. never seen The Princess Bride? I don't know how people I don't not. understand. What? I don't, I, I don't, it doesn't compute <laughs> what you just I, said. I, and I, and this, will, this is the only show is that can go from single? the train to Busan to yeah. The Princess <laughs> Bride. <laughs> right. So let's let's get back <laughs> to it. Guys, reeling it back in. Let's talk about The Train to Busan. James Wan, obviously going to produce it, this. Um... I mean, I my one concern with this project. I'm a very big fan of James' work, and I, I you know, I, I, I probably really like half of the Country Universe movies, and and not really a massive fan of the other ones. I it's got a fifty fifty split. Oh, I was not a massive Ugh. fan. Um, but my concern with this is the fact that if they take it from what it is, which is just a really good zombie movie, and they change the pace and they make it something else. Because to me, this works really well as it currently is mm-hmm. in its current format. If you try to make it, I think if you mess with that formula, you try to make it a bit more, I don't know, something else. Because it works because of right. what it is. And if you take it away and you try to make it uh, more Hollywood dramatic, or you try to slow the zombies down, or you try to humanize more than they already have in this, which I think they balance quite nicely. It seems to me it's like a really well-mixed cocktail, that movie, right. where all the elements are really nicely balanced. I My concern would be is if you start to Hollywoodize that and try to just sweeten it a bit, you're going to change it. And then if you also go the other way and you're trying to do shock scares, then you also change it into a completely different beast. To your point, I think... This is another one of those situations where I don't feel like a lot of people really know what this movie is or talk about it. That which means they have more leeway. Right. And and I well yeah. and I agree with you. I mean we remake when well, I say we Hollywood remakes foreign films all the time. Yeah. And again Train to Busan is one of those movies and that they're not good lot, remakes. Sometimes they can be. Sometimes. But you're right. Um, the upside's really good by the way. I don't know if it'll ever see the light of day. Hmm. No. 
Is that a remake? Of the uh, Incredibles? Mm-hmm. Not the Incredibles. Uh, what's it? Invincibles? The Untouchables. 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 It is. It's coming out. Uh, oh, is it? Yeah. I, the, it, um, Lantern, Enterta- Lantern um, uh, Capital bought the Weinstein Company, mm. and they're keeping it as a film company. They're not selling off the assets. And there were five movies that were going to be, uh, that, that had not been released, and three of them are actually coming out. And uh, STX, I think, is taking over distribution of The Untouchables, the Untouchables nice. the Re- yeah. which is stars, it's Brian, ba- uh, Brian um, Cranston, Cranston yeah. and Kevin Hart. 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 And it's the remake of that French movie, and yeah. I think it's coming out in January. Okay, great. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd rather see Brian yeah. Bosworth. But, no, um, <laughs> but just getting back to Bashan, like, that's it, a, it, that's it's That's a fun movie fine. to watch right there. Sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just think it, it's fine. I mean, yes, there there's a great following for what people have watched on Netflix, so horror fans or mm-hmm. zombie fans alike. But you're right. Ultimately, why at this point, why not remake it? You'll go in and it'll either be good or it won't be good. Yeah. And we'll say, if it's still on Netflix, watch the original. But it, it happens all the time. Again, it's one of those things. You, if you're going to get aggravated, you, you're going to get tired really quick. But also, you, I say I don't have the. I don't have the. Well, you, you, you still have. I mean, an argument of mine is that you you still have the originals. It's not like I mean, Ghostbusters. I know people got very upset about the the, the Ghostbusters reboot. Oh yeah, like, yeah. But you get still you still have Ghostbusters. Sure. It's not like you 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 know you copy and you delete. It's like you know right. you don't. It's not like you do over a document and the other other version isn't available anymore. It's you can have both, and people are saying actually in, in the chat very briefly on this. Uh, Jack Dennis is saying talking about zombie movies. Should Zack Snyder direct a sequel to Dawn of the Dead two thousand four? Train to Busan kind of felt like that. Yeah, it that film feels very much like Train to Busan, and I think uh, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead is one one of my other favorite horror movies of the last ten or fifteen years. I think he did a brilliant job. That's my favorite movie that he's made. I think it's his only really good movie. Yeah, I think he's that was seriously. And again, I've watched that so many times. I think if you tried to do Train to Busan as as basically he did um, Dawn of the Dead, you're great. But that's basically Train to, Train Busan, to Busan that you already have, right? So, I, and they're I, just trying to show it to American audiences who may not be aware. Yeah, that's yeah. all. I mean, it, it, that's and franchise, like, baby, franchise. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Then, 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 yeah. <laughs> then there'll be the last train to Clarksville. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> it's leaving at four thirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I just, I mean, I, I'm, I, I welcome it because I'd like to see an interpretation, but I am very concerned that it might be, it might soften, or it might just feel too much like stuff we've already we had before. But you know, and I'm, I'm still on the original. I'm wondering, uh, like, it almost feels too though that that zombie bubble is popping. Oh yeah, mm. so I was gonna say like, you that. know, yeah. it, it almost feels if they're gonna do it. What a horrible visual image you just gave. Me. Well, <laughs> mental image. That's what I do. <laughs> Brain, brains on a train. Brains Bra- on a train. Brain. Remember, remember at breakfast before the show when we talked about seepage, Dimitri. Yes. Now yes. that's See? that. Wow. Here we go. It all ties a, in. A yeah. little peek behind the scenes there. Uh, Zeno, I was saying, if you haven't seen the Princess Bride again, going to your Can't comments wait about to be back. Uh, then you suggest that you move to North Korea because you clearly don't like freedom. Yeah, I think that's true. <laughs> well, uh, don't uh, if you haven't seen the Princess Bride, then I suggest you move to North Korea because you clearly don't like freedom. <laughs> that, that is, is, a, great that is a great comment. I love that. That is a great comment. I'm going to steal that the next time I'm on a date with a woman who hasn't seen it, I'm going to say, you know what? You need to move to North Korea because <laughs> yeah. you clearly don't appreciate freedom. Sky yeah. Patterson saying James Wan producing Train to Busan remake. Uh, it could be interesting. Um, give it to Universal New Line. Interesting. Uh, yeah, Jack Dennis saying Train to Busan remake. And I think it can actually improve upon the script and performances. Some of the acting in the original was awful. 
I do you know what I don't I disagree with that. I think it's very atypical of the filmmaking from that country. I agree. And I think stylistically the performances can be very a different oeuvre to Western performances. I wouldn't say awful. I like his use of oeuvre. oeuvre. I did too. I, I noticed that. I, I made a mental note. It's like, nice use of oeuvre. Uh, and Zephyr saying the zombies in the, in the train to Busan were actually pretty scary to me. Yeah, I mean, it genuinely, it, it really, yeah, I think they did a great job with that. Uh, Harris, I hate being late to this show. Harris, <clears throat> we hate you being late too. But you're, <laughs> Harris, you are but you're always There's a thing well, called an alarm. Set it. Oh, <laughs> oh, and trust me, this show is alarming. Yeah. Um, oh, but yeah, but zing zing Uvra and a time joke. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so no, um, like I say, Harris, you, uh, you are more than welcome and we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we're just going to take, before we move on to the next story, I just want to remind everybody who you are. Obviously, uh, Neil Turrets, welcome back to the show. Thank you, great If people to be want here. to find you on Twitter, where can they find you? It's very easy, at Neil Turrets. N-E-I-L-T-U-R-I-T-Z. Fantastic. That's how you spell my name. And uh, N-E-I-L, yeah. not N-E-A-L. Not Those e- are not real <laughs> Neils. No. <laughs> and anybody who says, try to spell it N-I-E-L because it's I before E except after C, fallacy. There's not a single Neil on the planet who spells it that way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, let's have a look. Breaking Ryan Reynolds is teaming up with Sean Levy for a video game-inspired sci-fi comedy called Free you know Guy what? for Fox. Um, I've got to take this call According because to it's that's my mom to- That's totally fine. Greece. Yep, totally Forgive fine. Me. You She's just pop the- off and we'll bring you back uh, in. Okay, a couple of other things I want to talk about briefly while uh, Dimitri's popped out of the room. Marvel's uh, The Eternal is going to be helmed by the writer director Chloe Zao. Zao? Zaho? I think it's Zhao. Zhao? Zhao? Zhao. Okay, my apologies there um, for just not being able to say it. It's the okay. writer is a beautiful movie. Well, it is. I, a lot of that people. No one saw. Yeah, yeah, nobody saw it, but a lot of people spoke about it, which to me was really weird. So, it's it's very interesting. Bubble. bubble. It's the bubble. It's the bubble. But also, um, it's really interesting to see that Marvel are um, again getting someone who is uh, not a particularly well known director. Outside Let's of the say box. outside of the box. Yeah. Outside of the box thinking, uh, and something a complaint that's been leveled against them is uh, the, the the amount of men that do it uh, not enough women who are directing these movies so interesting choice what do you think I'm down for it I mean because I obviously haven't seen her previous one, work one of the thing that Ma- everything okay Dimitri oh yeah you know she's in Greece and uh, apparently oh she, my god I love Greece who's she playing she's uh, Rizzo is she Rizzo is she Rizzo yeah, she's Rizzo <laughs> yeah my mom the little Greek woman uh, yes <laughs> Oh, yes, look at me. I'm so, yeah. Sandra okay. D. Yeah, look yeah. at me. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. No, 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 it's okay. Let him so, go off doing his she, accent. So whatever. Whatever, she, Dimitri. <laughs> it's your show now. It's Dimitri's <laughs> show. We're all just go going ahead. to so We're glad so, to be oh, here. Just interrupt. Scott, your point. Okay. No, I was just going to say that. <laughs> Jesus. I think Marvel, you oh. know, one thing I will give Marvel yeah. ton and ton of credit for even though I think they, they, they make very formulaic movies. But they have a formula that works, but they're not afraid to take chances. Right. And they've taken on so many different directors mm-hmm. who you kind of like, you look at them and say, really? That's going to work? Yeah. And, and it does. And it we talked does. about that last week. Yeah. Like, we did. You're absolutely right with Marvel. And it's formulaic, but they sort of kind of turn it on its heels and they give people above and beyond what they want. That's why they, they end up becoming so popular. Yeah. So, God I mean, come that. on, James Gunn's a perfect example. He was making like B, C movies at mm-hmm. that point. Like everyone. Slither. Yeah, Slither. Which I like. like yeah. Slither's I not like bad. Slither. Super is a terrific movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Super. Who That's the hell saw got, it, though? I did. That's why he but got you but, me, but, well, well, it's the same thing with uh, John Watts and Cop Car. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. $125,000 oh, in the yeah. box office, and now he's doing two, his second Spider-Man. What's he 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I think it's really interesting, and it, it is good to see Marvel taking... With with Titi, though, uh, with Taika, it was... He had a real cult following. I mean, it was, oh, he, was yeah. a, he was bigger. He had made a couple yeah, but of movies that cult, really... But cult um, following. That's the thing. But he was... I think that, that, that people in the industry knew him much more than these other people were talking about. People mm. in the industry, yes. Yeah. No, I think more, more so than, than Chloe. I think it also shows that how much... Regular audiences don't know about directors, period. Yeah. <laughs> they don't really care. Like, you know the Scorseses, you know the Tim Burns, you know the Tarantinos. Mm-hmm. Spielberg. Spielberg, right. You don't, but everyone mm-hmm. else is kind of like, who directed yeah. this? Who cares? Right. But, well, but it goes it, back to the Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Like, people but, don't have that knowledge. That no. Have. But again, a lot of people, when it comes to um, you know directors, they think people directed a movie when they didn't, if they are directors True. who exact produce. The amount of people who I know who... Oh, I've come across. They're obviously not, obviously not friends, um, but <laughs> they'll say like Back to the Future. They will consider that to be a Steven Spielberg movie. Well, yes. it kind of is, but he didn't direct it. And they no. think he directed it. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on from this. Really, I'm really glad that you guys are supporting that decision because I think it's it's really interesting. I am actually going to watch the Rider. Um, I heard a lot of good things about it at the it's time, really but good. I do I do want to get a bit more familiar. Movie. Yeah, it's a really quiet. Takes its time. It's really it's lovely. Uh, Bruce Stern replacing Br- uh, Burt Reynolds in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because obviously. Um, but unfortunately died uh, very recently. We did a lot about that on the show at the time. Uh, Bruce Dern is always Sure, it just makes sense. It does. It does. It makes sense. By the way, Bruce Dern, I interviewed him once for when Nebraska came out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I did this great tour. He's he's so interesting. He does the best Jack Nicholson impersonation (laughs) I have ever heard. Really? Yeah. It's uncanny. You close your eyes and you think you're talking to Jack Nicholson. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. You should have interviewed Jack Nicholson. Could have been. So Where were you when I needed you four <laughs> years ago, <laughs> jerk? And see how his Bruce Dern impression is. You know, hey, leave my mom alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I would love to see a Thanks, Nichols- mom, by the way. <laughs> You're the one that I want? I would love to see... Uh, <laughs> Really, Neil will not. This is just, uh, but yeah. So let's let cousin guys, 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 come on. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg confirming a cameo in Disney's Sister Act reboot. Obviously, (laughs) well, the 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 whole uh, Sister Act, the whole Sister Act three. Would it happen? Would it not happen? It's going to be a reboot. It's going to be on Disney streaming service. It's not going to be led by Whoopi Goldberg. And Whoopi Goldberg is going to be making a cameo. Um, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I love Sister. I love Sister Act, and I saw it again quite recently. It was on, it was on cable or something, and it was on. I was like, ah, I haven't seen. It. I wonder if it still holds up. It's still a really good movie. If you say so, I, I, I saw it probably really around the same that. time. You know, I like the lady from uh, Saturday Night Live, and she was also in Hocus Pocus. She's so good in that movie. I forget Catherine, Catherine, Jimmy, Catherine Jimmy, Jimmy is not. Yeah. Was never on Saturday Night Live. She was never on Saturday Night Live. She was never on Saturday Night Live. No, no, no. Go call your mother you in Greece. Yeah, go call your mother. <laughs> Where is? It? No, Catherine or Jimmy was never in SNL. Oh, no. I'm getting her confused with Julia Sweeney, aren't I? Oh, that's nice. Julia yes. Sweeney. Yes, you are. Really appreciates yeah. that. And which is weird because they, <laughs> which is which is weird because they don't look anything alike at all. I was going to say, which is so there's bizarre. no resen- there's no resemblance of any kind. I she would know. happily take the paycheck though. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure. I'm sure. Pretty sorry sure. about that. Yeah, I wasn't. I, I, I'm sorry. I guess I, I wasn't the biggest Sister Act fan, and Back in the Habit didn't. That was yeah. not good. That was it, not a good. No, no. no. And and it's just. Wouldn't you see? Now that I know that it's for the streaming service, yeah. uh, who cares? I mean, whatever. <laughs> okay, that's fine. But, you know, I, I just didn't need another sister act to be hitting uh, theaters. You know, at a theater but, near me. But you know what? That that another sister act is not actually aimed at the likes of you and me. Sure. Th- there's guess. an entire audience that I know is absolutely going to relish this in the same way that Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. I, I but get I mean, that. Oh, that was a great first movie. Second one not so good. Third one was just a. 
terrible <laughs> I don't, idea. Don't want to talk. About it. I think I can confidently say that I will go to my grave never having seen a Sister Act or a Pitch Perfect movie. Really? <laughs> really? Yep. Wow. How did you miss out? Five up, five down, missed them all. Five up, five up. Uh, Okay, a couple of other things I want to get through because we've got trailers to talk about. I know people want us to get our thoughts on uh, Dark Phoenix. We have 15 minutes left on the show. Uh, So Kingsman 3 is set for next year with Matthew Vaughn returning to write and direct. God, I hope it's better than the last one. The last last one was was not not good. good. Not good. First one was great. Yeah. Second one, not so much. No. I'm surprised yeah, they're making except a Except for Alan John. I'm Alan right. John was great. Alan John Alan was, John was yeah. hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, when we talk about degrees, yes, it definitely wasn't as good as the first one, but I still I still found a way to have fun with mm. it. I, I think after Robin Hood, oh. yeah, he's probably oh. dying to get back to Kingsman. Uh, I think I think the kid's a good actor. I, I don't. He's great. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he's a really great actor. I think he works great within that world. I mean, he just there's there's a there's a casualness about him, mm-hmm. and I love the chemistry between him and his his now wife. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, but I'm good. I've he's Kingsman Bourbon. But I would like to see him do more movies like Eddie the Eagle, where I feel like yeah, that was a great really, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was saying, great. I mean, he's yeah. great. Yeah. Don't talk over each other. Yeah. So sorry, sorry. Um, just, <laughs> no, only because uh, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. nobody can understand what you're saying. It's okay. So you know, you're more making really good points. But sitting, kind of killing sitting, it. sitting here, chastened. No, but, but no. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm talking in Greek. Kingsman was great. Kingsman 2, we all agree, was not great. I'm just very surprised they're doing a third Kingsman full stop because the second one, again, did well, but it didn't get the return of the first film. No. It's, and, it's just because they set so much up. Mm. You know, like they were they were building up to another movie. So I think they're like, all right, this will be the last one if it doesn't work. Yeah. And Channing Tatum, my my, my guess, is going to have a bigger role because he couldn't, he couldn't in this one. Mm. So he's going to have a b- bigger role. Um, I did like, you know, the, the, the Statesman, and I've actually drank Statesman bourbon, and it's yes. good bourbon. Uh, I, I like that world, so I'm actually pleased that they're going to go back to that well. I, I like the universe that they've built thus Is, far. I thought what they would have done would have spun off a Kingsman TV show. Mm. Oh. And had, uh, you know, cameos from like... Uh, they did, it's called Homeland. <laughs> you know, that's actually a fair point, but no, I, it's not a, not entirely unfair. Um, but no, I think they would have done that rather than have a third movie. Um, I think it'll be a little bit. It'll be an interesting challenge to get audiences back. I think to see a Kingsman movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's going to be interesting about it too that? is that it's more than likely going to be released by Disney or another studio. Because mm. I believe Kingsman is Fox. It is. Yeah. And by the end of this year, yeah, that's true. Fox is going to be Fox. Disney. That is a good point. So the question is, who's releasing it? That would be interesting. We've yet to find out, of course, on that, um, exactly what the studio layout is going to be. And they say they're going to continue to have things like the smaller Fox subsidiaries. Fox Ridgeway, yes. Potentially bring back some of the uh, Disney subsidiaries that we had surrounding the 90s and early 2000s. Like Touchstone. Touchstone yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that to, to release more sort of edgy content. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But I'm just quite surprised. Uh, very quickly, uh, Leia Thompson said that uh, Marvel Studios loved her Howard the Boot reboot pitch, but it didn't happen. I'm kind of gutted. I like Howard the Duck. I think it's Howard so the bad, Duck is not good. a good movie. I'm with you. It's yeah. so bad it's good. Yeah. I absolutely. I saw it when it came out in what 1987, mm. and I remember I was 16 years old, and I came out and said, "I thought that was. I had fun. Is it a good movie? No, but I had fun watching yeah. that." You movie. know what's <laughs> weird about this is that Leah Thompson has been like talking about this for so long so now. Long I feel like for like the last six months to a year, she keeps bringing this up over and over again. 
And I think she's a really talented actress, but um, something that she did not get a lot of love for, which I, I think is a shame, mm. is the movie that she directed with uh, her daughters, uh, The Year of Spectacular Men, with obviously by oh, everyone's right, blank right. st- stares on no, this table. No, 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 no. I've yeah, heard, yeah, I never it's, saw it. It's but just, yeah, I heard it's, about it. she's, she's, she shows a lot of promise as a director. And um, I love to, you know, and both her daughters are so talented. Yeah. I would love to see them do more projects together. And I think she kind of should just, like, let this one go for a little bit. You know, Marvel will probably come around and do this eventually. Um, I think they just, you know, you can't just keep forcing it because people are not going to want to do this. And it makes her seem a little desperate, which is weird because I think she's so incredibly talented. I don't want her to keep pushing this. I, I don't think we'll see a Howard the Boot reboot, Howard the Duck reboot, but I do think that Howard the Duck will pop up in something. Like Gal- he already has. Well, well, he, he has yeah. very, yeah. Uh, you know, briefly or For subtly, but yeah. not yeah. as a, but not in a, in a, any sort of meaningful way. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way, but <laughs> right. um, in any sort of substantial context. And I think he will be brought back. I think there's space yeah. For him in in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, Um, and I think it's because they had him in a movie and there was was some somewhat positive response mm. to the 10 seconds he was on screen. I think this is why she's trying to rekindle this because, yes, when that movie came out, Howard the Duck, it got eviscerated. Uh, It was was a flop uh, as well. And... But she, for her reasons, whether there was nostalgia, she seemed to have a really great time making yep, that movie. Mm-hmm. And it, that, that memory has stayed with her. And to our point here, yeah, it's it's a bad movie. It's been on cable, and you watch it, and that third act just goes fluey. But people still watch it, and, and I think as time has gone on, as bad of a movie as it is, you think of it through nostalgic or rose-colored glasses, so to speak. Like, you get the nostalgia helmet mm-hmm. on, and you go, no, it wasn't that bad of a movie. No, yeah, a bad I, movie. Could see, which, I could see them remaking it. Which, I I mean, I see it more likely if it does, if Howard the Duck does come back to life within the MCU, I see him popping <clears> up in the movies, but I absolutely think that we could see a TV series, especially going back to the Disney streaming mm-hmm. service, where Marvel are looking again at their TV offerings. This would be the equivalent of Guardian's to the MCU on the big screen and the likes of Ant-Man, sort of the more jovial sure. stuff, then that would be that would then uh, complement their uh, Disney Marvel offerings on TV, which are a bit more serious. Yeah. It, so it, I think we could. I think that would be more likely than a seeing a big screen movie if they do want to look at bringing Howard the Duck back. But if you do a big screen movie, the smart way to play it would be to hire Leia Thompson not only to be in it but to direct it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean I that would be the that would be the smart play. Yeah. So and maybe instead of like desperation, yeah. that could be the card that she's trying to do. That mm. if if anybody can bring Howard the Duck back I, I want to do and it. Put Zoe Deutsch in it too, which right. someone in the would chat be said. Fantastic. Yeah. Right? And that way I think would garner interest. We yeah. have hardly any time left on the show now, fortunately. So Sorry. we're just going to very yeah. quickly touch a Happy Death Day sequel starring a Valentine's Day 2019 Speaking of release. smart ways to do something, I love that movie Me so too. much. It was one of my favorite movies last year. Yep. I've yeah. started, I'm now a Twitter friend with Christopher Lynn and the director. When he said, I came up with an idea and wrote it, and they said, go. And they shot, I, I'm so excited. I'm more excited about that, which I think is coming out the same day yep. as. The movie we're going to talk about next. We are. I the choice, not even a hesitation. Happy Death Day too. Yeah, well, not it's ha- Happy Death Day to, to you. you. Yes. Which which yes. Variety did a story about this week that the title had been announced. I tweeted about the title of that movie like you four did. or five weeks ago. So I don't know why that suddenly became Wait, a big variety story. Took somebody else's 
Well, I mean, it, it kind of released themselves? when they what? announced the release, but it's like the movie, I mean, you already knew the title of the movie. Yeah. There have been test screenings for it. Yeah. I mean, that's why I tweeted about yeah. it. There was one in, uh, in, in, I think it was in Burbank, like six or eight weeks ago. So we knew that this was going to happen. I think, I think also it's been referenced by, by Jason Blum. Yeah. Okay, let's, we've got only a couple of minutes left, so let's talk about uh, trailers. A couple that dropped this week. I'll just specifically want to look now at Dark Phoenix, because a lot of people reacted to that, and we've had a lot of requests for people to talk about that. Sure. Uh, let's talk about Dark Phoenix. Uh, your thoughts on this? Did you see the trailer? What did you think? I did see the trailer. I, I really liked it. I thought this was going to be more of a Jean Grey like standalone at the and I didn't because a lot of people really were not, expecting that. Yeah, and and the mere fact that this is like an X-Men movie, but they seem they're marketing it very smart in which we're not telling necessarily people or the, the mass audiences that this is a X-Men movie. So when Xavier shows up, you're like, "Oh, okay, so these people are going to have cameos." You're like, no, this is an X-Men movie, but it's just focused on Jean Grey mm. and the and the Dark Phoenix saga. I, w- I was like, this looks good. I, I liked it. I really, I, I liked the direction that they were going in with this. Scott and Neil, your thoughts on it? I actually did not see it. Oh, okay. I, I do recommend you take time out to, to watch that. It's a perfectly fine trailer. I cannot get excited about trailers. I can't. I just, you know, I mean, I, 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 I don't... There are enough movies out there with great trailers that the movies turn out to be crap. Mm-hmm. And there are movies that, you know what, I wouldn't have expected by the trailer that I was going to enjoy this as much as I did. Yep. So, I mean, it's a marketing tool. Did I, I saw new, new footage? Okay, great. I mean, I see it probably as they're taking some big leaps from the original story. Also fine with me. But, you know, until February, eh. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it. I, I, I was impressed with it. I'm intrigued to see it. However, I will very, very you know, openly state, and I've said this before, I've been very much burned by the X-Men films. Oh, yeah. Um, I really so like... I'm, 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 I'm a little bit reticent because I've seen, like you say, great trailers of the movies, and when I've seen the movies, I've been like, actually, that was a disappointment. We're going to get onto a second. Anthony, can we have five more minutes? Ooh. Oh, okay. Oh, Gary gave, oh, gave, gave us ten. Oh. Okay. Uh, okay, so okay, we've got four minutes on the show, right? I really like. Okay, right. I really like Days of Future, uh, Days of Future Past. Yeah, see, I wasn't a massive really fan like, of that. I, okay, I Apocalypse was terrible. Let's oh, move on Apocalypse to Apocalypse. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. let's move on to the movies uh, that are coming out this week. We, we sadly don't have a huge amount of time. Uh, the Old Man and the Gun. Uh, this is Redford's uh, movie. You've seen it. Yeah. Tell me no very one briefly. Else seen it? I have not seen oh. it. No. Um, I was really hoping this was going to be a swan swan song. Not not because I want him to leave, but. I just felt like it's a perfect ending to his career. It's kind of like highlights a lot of his films. There's some throwbacks to some photographs and some of his, of his movies in there. And uh, it's just a delightful performance. And him and Sissy, yeah. Sissy Spacek mm. have delightful chemistry. I really enjoyed this. Um, and uh, I don't know if he's going to be nominated for Best Actor but um, because the race is so crowded. But sure. I can see it potentially being like one of those like shoe-in kind of like, let's give it to him. Hellfest also coming out this week. You've seen that, yes? You know what? Oh man, uh, I really, <laughs> I really enjoyed this. I seem to be alone on this one, uh, which tends to be the space at least once a week where I see a movie and I really like it. Mm. Um, just it's it's not a groundbreaking horror slasher film, but it's one that plays homage. Um, I really loved the um, concept here, and yep. I thought it was just a fascinating little film. That if you think about it, you know, most horror movies people don't think about. Um, you sit down and you think about this idea about a masked person just kind of going into an amusement park and using the park as his weapon makes that a very scary idea that that can happen pretty much anywhere. Yeah. 
Interesting. I'm. I'm. It's, I want to see it. Me too. Uh, but I'll have to find it, it, time. But I you're just not don't... the only one. The people who would, who who like the genre, yeah, have said that it is a '80s throwback kind of a film, and they've enjoyed it for that reason. Yeah. So, and that's why I actually want to go too. Two other releases uh, wider this week. Smallfoot uh, that took uh, last night eight hundred fifty thousand in previews. Looking at a weekend of twenty three million, uh, mm-hmm. which is not too bad for a, an animated movie. That's that's sure. okay. Uh, your thoughts on this? <laughs> um. It's it's a good entry for Warner Brothers Animation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a little too preachy at times, right. but it's a lot of fun. It reminded me of Looney Tunes, so yep. um, which I think is kind of something that's I don't know how popular Looney Tunes is anymore. Uh, the kids in our screening kind of seem to be really into it at certain points and not into it at other parts. Yeah. Um, I think it's hilarious, fun for the family, but other than that. You know, it's 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 one of those ones where it's like hit or miss. Like I don't I don't think this is like something you have to rush out to see. Yeah. But people can see it if they want something for a family film. Night School is likely to top the box office this weekend. Yes. It did previews of one point three five million, thirty two million for the weekend. Uh, is looking what it's going to pull in. Uh, Night School. I was disappointed with this. I'll be honest with you. Um, uh, there are a couple of hard laughs in there for me. Um, I honest to God cannot tell you what I laughed at in the entire thing. <laughs> um, I thought it was a number of sitcom moments strung together. I think it was underwritten and. I I think some stuff was incredibly obvious. Not a bad comedy, but really not up to the standard of pretty much anyone in that film. I mean, Will Packer directed this film, and, you know, he's coming off of Girl's Trip from last year, which, you know, set the bar so incredibly high that it was pretty... I mean, pretty understandable that this movie was going to be disappointed. Yep. I will say that I was very impressed by this film because I thought it was going to be 95 minutes of Tiffany Haddish and Kevin Hart screaming at one another. Mm-hmm. And it, it, really, it really isn't like no. that at all. Um, Tiffany Haddish continues to showcase that she has a lot of talented, uh, a lot of talent and is going to continue to go places. Um, for me, Kevin Hart is the weakest part of this movie. I think that the classmates in the night school are really entertaining. They are very sitcom-like. I almost feel like it almost has like a breast, breakfast club type <laughs> fun, breakfast club type thing. It's yeah. a great cast. Yeah. It's a yeah. fantastic yeah. cast. And which is why I think that they're, they're somewhat underserved. Yeah. Um, I think there's probably too many people in it. Um, I don't think the writing is strong enough. There no, are some very funny it's moments. It's very forgettable, unfortunately. And really, I was hoping that it'd be more. The trailers were actually pretty good, but I think the, the, best, bits, been, yeah. the best bits were, were are in the Oh, in the see, trailers. I disagree. I thought the trailers were, were horrible for this movie. Yeah. I did too. But I mean, I enjoyed it more than, more than uh, uh, what was the uh, Central Intelligence that had... Um, Kevin Hart and, and his Dwayne Johnson. For me, when Kevin Hart does these these sort of you know the double act movies, they really hit hit or miss for me. Mm-hmm. And I think he can get teamed up with some really great people, and it just there's something that doesn't quite work, and I'm not quite sure what that is. I can't put my finger on it, but it's a crying shame. It just it's fine. It's not a it's it runs not a great too movie. much on him. That's what the problem yeah. is. Like a lot of the movies that I feel like he's weaker in are the ones that kind of put him like this is a Kevin Hart movie. Focus on him and make yeah. him laugh and do some some crazy stuff and make him say something loud. I want you to say stuff very quickly. We have 38 seconds left on the show. Okay, Dimitri, first of all, who are you? Where are you from? Where can we find you? Uh, Dimitri, hey, movie fans. You can find me here on the best uh, show about the biz, Meet the Movie Press, and on Popcorn Talks, Anatomy of a Movie. Scott, be quick. (laughs) 
Scott Menzel, WeLiveEntertainment.com. Please join me at 11 p.m. at LAOFCS Weekly. And then on Sunday at Black Tomatoes on Black Hollywood Live. Neil, welcome back. Good thank, to have you on the show. Where can you. we find you? Please listen to my podcast, Unduly Noted, with Neil Turrets and Ryan Beeman. <clears throat> and I review movies in six words. Six-word mm. reviews. Like, find me on Instagram, the number six-word reviews. Six-word reviews with the number six not spelled out. And I'm Simon Thompson, at Showbiz Simon on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and I'm going to be off for a couple of weeks. I'm going to be back in bloody London. <laughs> um, so you guys are going to be in charge while I'm away. So Uh-oh. no pressure. But <laughs> uh, thank you so much, everybody. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, you can do at Meet Movie Press. Uh, like, subscribe, tell anybody that you uh, you can that you like the show if you enjoy the show. And um, because we would love to have more people within the family of Meet the Movie Press. Uh, thanks so much. Have a great time. Uh, just so thanks. you know, before I go, I didn't like Bad Times in uh, El Royale at the El Royale. <laughs> uh, but Star is Born, which comes out next week, is one of the best movies of the year. So make sure you see it. See everybody. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having me back guys hey no worries you're more than welcome from producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire popcorn talk network we would like to thank you for tuning in for questions or comments be sure to visit popcorntalk.com i'm sir richard wentworth and this has been a presentation of the popcorn talk network the views expressed herein are those of the host only do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals